0: Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
2: Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Triforce podcast. Today coming at you... With me, sips and Perian flax.
0: <laughs> Hang on, I thought you were gonna say what that, is up. That you were, you were sips. You're not sips. Yeah, he's
1: a separate entity. With me, comma, I'm a separate entity. Sips.
0: With me, sips. There is wasn't there enough no of a
1: pause or change of tone. Yeah. How long yeah. is the pause? Okay. You sorry. You need to go with me, sips, and Perian flax. That takes. Yeah, that's too long. way
0: better. You could tell that
2: flax is. How about seasoned. with me, sips and Perian flax?
1: Yeah, it's either quicker with me, sips and Perian flax, but with me, okay. sips. What what period flax. That sounds like. With
2: eye sips. So <laughs> you wouldn't say if it was. No, it doesn't. I think that would be a cool, cool robot. Hey.
1: I was just watching an advert. I was watching Frasier. I was watching Frasier, a classic classic Triforce uh, show in the morning. Yeah. You're such
2: yeah. a human being. I know. P-flex. And they had
1: they had an advert on for, for dentures. Right. And I'm, <laughs> I'm not at the denture stage of being old yet. Fair enough. No, you know? close. But the funny, the funny thing is, is at the end of the advert, they show a woman doing something that obviously to the denture wearing crowd is like the money shot. And she she bites into an apple like she yes. doesn't give a fuck. It's she always
0: goes, an apple. It's always And she an looks apple. at
1: the camera like, fuck yeah, I just ate an apple. And I'm thinking, yeah. it's interesting how your perspective on what's cool changes as you get older. And for the denture crowd, oh, she she <laughs> bit into an apple. She didn't even care. Man, That's can you
0: imagine though? Evil can like evil. You, you haven't them. been able to eat an apple for like, for the longest time. Like yeah. when you're a kid, the last thing you want to do is need an apple. But when right. you're older and you've got dentures and you can't. Yeah, they're not they're not they're not attached to your gums strong enough, so that when you bite in, your teeth fall out. Yeah, that's a problem. I've oh, had yeah. that experience. You All know, right. it's
2: like um, like fuck when I had um braces. Yeah, oh. you know, I had braces on for a oh, few of years as yeah. a teenager, and you know, biting into an apple there is one of the things they tell you not to do. Indeed, and I mistakenly did it one time without thinking. And it was like, like it was like there's like a twang and everything came loose. And it was like barbed wire stabbing into my gums. Oh, you mean. It was like, right. it was like a kind of like, it felt like World War Two. And I'd got caught in like the Germans fucking razor wire as I was trying to climb over the Jesus Christ. Anyway, P. Flax, you are an incredibly ordinary human being uh, sitting on your sofa, watching Fraser with your
0: new Puppy. Yes. Was uh, was he sitting? Is he sitting with she, he, she, or she? she? She was she sitting with you? Calmly no. I, well, she, no. We
1: don't let her on the sofa that often.
0: No. Um, that
1: often? How long have you had her? Yeah,
0: yeah. That, let's, let's get some perspective on all this right, one. All
1: right. Got her, got her yes. You've
0: had her for 12 hours.
1: <laughs> that yeah. often? Yeah, but I mean... Well, one you know, thing we you
0: like to uh, do with her... <laughs> We've been doing it for a long time. We've owned her for 12 hours. Uh, we...
1: Uh, <laughs> all I'm saying is, she's, she's allowed on in the evening when she's sleepy. She has a little sleep next to Mrs. F on the sofa. But during the day, she's you like... mean in the
2: one evening
1: when she's night. been there? Look, of all a, I'm saying is, night. this is the way we're going to go forward. If you want, I can just pretend... Like this isn't the way things are going to be, and and keep continually say we've only had her a day, but or or you can just accept that this is the this is the regime, and that we've tried to stick to it from the start, and we're going to stick Look, to it. That's the if way you it went on a date with a woman.
2: If you were met or you met a new person, or you had to do employee right, I'm not coming on and the, the You've been Lewis. there for they've been there for tw- you've had that dog for twelve hours. Right. You're dating <laughs> you. dog. You're allowed to do that. <laughs> Lewis says. How do you? How do you know that all this detail? Yet you can't. You don't even know someone after a day. I mean, I barely know people. They've been working here six years. Well, that's on you.
0: <laughs> that's because you have uh, you have no social barometer. That's why. Uh, I suppose I don't let them on the sofa either. No. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So in future and going forward and so far, she is allowed on the sofa in the evenings only when I'm working upstairs. Mrs. F is is downstairs. So. You know, because the thing is, she's she's too little to jump off the sofa, right? She'll hurt herself right. if she jumps off. How the sofa. old?
0: How old is this dog?
1: She is twelve weeks old. Wow. Yeah. So she's uh, she's have very. Have you ever
0: sweet. Um, have you ever trained a dog before? Yes. Okay. Yes, I have. Okay. Good. Um, how long ago?
1: Oh gosh. Well, I was a teenager, so it's not like it's it's gone from my memory. But yeah, she yeah, was. Yeah. Hmm. She's 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 not ready for training yet, but. Um, we're going to take it to puppy training classes um cuz there's one right. thing i hate it's a, it's a dog that hasn't been trained at Fuck. all you know you got to train them up so, you so why him. did you
2: why did you get a pupper in the first place what's the what's the moti- what's the motivation for for the girl to the, the girl's
1: really really wanted a dog for a long time right. um and we figured like the kids now like the way i see it you got to continually set yourself challenges and and change things up and add a bit of bit of freshness to your life otherwise it gets stale and I was, I was in a bit of a rut in terms of my day. It was basically drop kids at school, stream, collect kids from school, hang around, cook dinner, stream. You know, it was like that. That was pretty wow. much my day. That does so, not
0: sound like a rut, but OK. Well, it,
1: it is after five years. I, I feel like that's fucking a bit rutty.
0: Fucking so I best. thought
1: it was, it was fun. But I also thought, you know, what would be nice is going for a walk in the morning, having the dog, you know, if, she's very sweet. The kids love her. Um, and I just thought it, it would also give them a sense of responsibility, which they completely lack. Right. Um, and this has actually really changed their view of things. Like already, is they're like <laughs> tidying. I'm not even kidding. They're, they're, you they're, had
2: this for a night. They're, they're, all right, Lewis, when was the last time my kids? The when
1: was the last time my kids saw a pair of shoes in the middle of the floor and put them in the shoebox? Ne- never. It's never happened. Right. It's never happened. Right. Got the dog. We've had her as as Lewis says at great pains to point out, less than twenty four hours, and already they're picking stuff up. Oh, don't leave that there. Don't leave that. Oh, I can't put that there. And I was like, this is working. This is fucking it's working. working. That's, it's it's the honeymoon Your period. period. Your house is gonna be can spotless. Can I can I just
0: say it's a honeymoon period? Your kids will go back to not doing stuff very. No, because then
1: their shoes will get eaten. Like right. She's she's gonna be consistent.
0: My dog ate my shoes one time, and yeah. uh, I was I was I was vexed. Beyond. But were, you, were you
1: mad at the dog or were you mad at
2: yourself?
0: The dog. Yeah. Uh, very, very you weren't specifically, mad at yourself I wanted out. to kill him. So you learned uh, nothing. Yeah, no, I was not mad at myself because I'm a human. I, I'm allowed to leave my shoes wherever I want. And I don't think I should expect them to be eaten by a piece of shit. Dog.
2: <laughs> so first of all, put in what's there. its name? Her name? Have you got a name
0: yet? Egg. Agnes. Agnes. Ag- Agnes. Yes. Agnes. Agnes. That's a really nice name, actually. Flax. That's literally
2: my grand's name. It was not intentional. Named it. You've named your dog the same name as my grand. It's always got to be about okay. you,
0: eh, Lewis? Hey, no. Oh, it's always got to be about Agnes, you somehow. It's a very human name. Yeah. I like that, isn't it? I,
1: li- I like animals with human names. My friend Dave had a cat called Glenn. Named after Glenn <laughs> Hoddle, but a cat called Glenn I My was friend funny.
0: Dave had a dog called Dave.
1: Oh, yeah?
2: Well, it's nice. Give him a real name. You know. I feel like actually dogs can have more human names because they are like... Dogs are one of the only people, like uh, people, one of the only um, animals that actually like love love you. Yeah,
0: they um, really do. I think they love that you are able to to give them food so they don't have to go out no, and, that's and look what, for it. No, that's what cats are. Cats love you that
2: you're able to give them food. But dogs that do actually love you—it's weird. They're actually like genetically. Um, we, we bred they, they, them they, for they, that like, bond to you and stuff, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. That's weird. So, so um, what breed is it? It looks like a, at first glance it looks like a wrinkly thing, but she's, I don't a, think she's it is. a French
1: bulldog, right? Um, okay, which has drawn some criticism from
2: certain corners of yeah. the internet. Right. Um, Why is this? Because is it one of the? It's not one of the cruel ones. No, right?
1: I mean, look, she, she first of all, she's she's very healthy dog. Um people are saying I don't really want to go into it cuz it's just annoying. It's just fucking gives people a chance to climb on their high horse, which she can't do cuz she has such small legs. Right. So, okay. you know, stop high-horsing it. It's it's kind of <laughs> legist.
0: Right. Well, I mean, even when I got Terry, you know, I had the same thing. I had yeah, people all, are all dicks. people people you know, got coming to fucking the run their opinion. Saying, yeah, because the thing is it's um yeah, there's like best practices sure for like owning any animal, right? But you're never you're not gonna get perfect. And and every animal like like a person is different too, right? Right. Like, right.
1: So there's cer- certain
0: things that they'll like that may be not conventional. Like for example, Lewis fucks a stuffed dolphin constantly <laughs> and every day. <laughs> right. Not everybody does, but Lewis does. So he has to be able to be himself. And sometimes dogs eat shit out of their own ass. And not every dog does that, but some dogs do. And you some just do. Got, sometimes you just gotta let a dog be a dog, right? And you gotta let, let, him, let him be dog it yeah. yeah.
2: Well, in the same way, though, that you have to make smart choices, um, you know, some people breed dogs very cruelly. I don't know. I don't think bulldog is one of the ones which is, well, I know some of them have been bred very, so they can't breathe and stuff right, right, and right. have back problems. Well, she's not like but,
1: that. I, I met her mum she was a fine a fine shaped dog you know she was a really good nick and, and seemed very happy and everything and it's
2: mostly in like the pedigree and the dogs Yeah show but these stuff, are like professional it, breeders
1: the people... the you know they they're not breeding like those dickhead dogs that fall apart after 2 seconds she's built to last quite clearly <laughs> <laughs> we yeah we got
2: sold a duff one. No. This is what was this one made in China. Look at it. It's a piece of shit. She is. Bit of it falling off. In good nick. Right. So, yeah. I'm glad to hear it. So so are you is this going to because you said to me at the start well you 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 in the Twyforce, uh WhatsApp group this morning. You said, not going to be able to do the podcast for a log. So I have to make sure the dog isn't left.
1: No, yes. I said I, I, I wanted to make enough. sure we started on time because right. so I could come up, do the podcast and then go back down because, yeah, she'll be OK. But she's in a little cage for an hour. Um, that's fine. Uh, I've got the, the cleaner is over as well. So I wanted her just out of the way for a little bit. Um, and she can't come upstairs at the moment because we're still introducing her to the cat. Oh, fuck. You got a cat already, too? Yeah, we have a cat. And the cat came downstairs last night, took one look at the dog and just backed slowly out of the room. <laughs> Um so I mean we we had to get a few things like I mean the, the dog was in her cage because I knew the cat was coming downstairs so I quickly popped her in a little cage and um it's like a cartoon and let the cat sort of have a have a look at her and the cat was like yeah this isn't working and just sort of left but we we've, we've moved the cat's food upstairs and she's got a litter box upstairs so she's she's happy enough but i, I i'm gradually going to try and introduce her to the idea that the dog is not going to kill her yeah <coughs> the last dog of course was the hell dog my mum's old dog. oh you're
0: right of yeah course i was surprised that, that you got a dog based on that experience dog.
1: well i i've, I've had so i remember before, as soon so... as
0: i saw the picture i was like oh fuck i wonder if this dog's gonna be like his mum's dog like straight no, away no, no, that's no, what no. i thought she,
1: she is a hundred percent a sweetie pie and my mum's dog was a vicious piece of shit who is now presumably ruining some other people's lives so uh good luck to them
2: wow yep well you know maybe they can maybe they they've got a they haven't got small kids and it's not such a problem right (laughs) jesus maybe to a big farm a big you know stick stick him on a farm where he can go wild to just you know yap at like cats and rats and stuff is like that solves so he'll probably be all right with that i'm sure so you've got a safe space upstairs for the cat, yeah. you've got the dog downstairs, it's all, it's all, it's all safe, yeah. it's all fine. It's all good. Is he going to be terrified of the hoover? I'm now concerned about the cleaner hoover I mean, you know, the, the way I see it,
1: if something freaks your dog out that is something that it's going to have to come to deal with, they just have to get used to it.
2: Uh, you, like, yeah, for real, like you, same... you can't
1: be like, oh, we're not hoovering anymore because it freaked the dog out once. She'll get used to it. No, well, My absolutely. dogs used to hate the hoover, but, you know, fuck, it's part of life. Dealing with a Hoover is a part of a dog's life, isn't but it? then again, there are ways. I'm sure
2: there's actually ways to introduce the Hoover in a less yeah. You traumatic vacuum manner. the
1: dog's back with it. That's what. That's what <laughs> right. You. Yes. Okay. Just run yeah, it over yeah, them. And say, it. Yeah, you yeah, just do it. No, you know she's just gonna she'll deal with it. It was okay, quite the well. only traumatic thing for her yesterday was getting in the car and coming back because um, I bought her from someone. It was Northwest London, and I had to come back down to Southwest London. And Google Maps was like, "Oh, don't go on the M25. Trust me." I was like, "All right." So I went through London a bit not you know to the south all way and um, it was fucking awful the traffic was terrible we were stuck in traffic did you take
2: 839 I don't know uh, you don't know
0: yeah, the roads around well, here did you turn left at
1: the oh, roundabout oh my
0: god did you take the M325 oh. I
1: wasn't even giving you guys the route uh, don't do that I wasn't dadding <laughs> it up
2: <laughs> hey, did you see
0: the new? Uh, did you see the new giveaway sign that they put on the roundabout? Oh, I can't bike? believe
1: it. There's speed camera. Oh, They've got a speed trap a beaut- there now. So. They have made it 20 miles an hour in my entire area. They did this overnight, mm. like with they didn't tell anyone. They just suddenly 20 mile an hour signs everywhere, which I'm all for because it's like, first well, you of got all, a cat and a dog. We got a cat. A dog and two kids. I, I'm happy with <laughs> yeah. it. But a lot of people say it's gonna take forever to get anywhere now. I'm like, you, you never go over twenty in London anyway. What the hell is wrong and with it? It always takes
2: forever to get anywhere. London's fucking ridiculous. Came out from London the other day and I was like had I mean like I blew my nose and I had like black like smog in my nose. I couldn't believe were you, it. I was were like you were you in there. I cleaning out
1: chimneys or something. What
2: are you I want was I, <laughs> yeah, I anyway.
1: He
0: was it um,
2: up. Last weekend, sips. Um, came down to Bristol. That's right. oh, how was it? And it was amazing. It was the fucking so best, man. It's the
0: best trip <laughs> ever. It's the best trip anyone's ever had to Bristol ever, Flax. <laughs> nice. it was. Like, everyone had it a good was... time. Everybody was so happy. Oh, it's the best.
2: It reminded me, first of all, of a lot of the times that I've hung out with Sips over the last 10 years. And it felt like nothing had changed in 10 years as well. You know, because like 10 years ago, we'd meet up. We'd go for like a pizza. We'd Sips would order a margarita. I'd have you know something spicy, and then we go out and then go to the cinema, okay, or whatever. Oh yeah, we the did movie. go to there. We we saw Doctor Sleep. Sips was fucking more terrified by the trailer for a different
0: movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
2: he looked was... over at me. He was like sweating. He was like,
0: <laughs> "Man, that movie did look fucking scary, though." Holy shit! What was it called then, again? Uh, it's that one where there's like the there's a murder in a house and the house is cursed. Uh, and the curse, oh, of, the, uh, the curse, of course, is that classic old horror trope. The house is cursed by an old granny who looks oh. creepy as fuck and drives a car and stuff. And you're just... Bleh. The
1: elderly don't get much of a break when it comes to horror. Uh, be, being old, apparently, is, is scary enough in itself. Like, how many movies have you seen where the whole horror reveal is, there's an old lady in there and everyone goes, ah! Yeah, well, like, the, I mean,
0: Doctor Sleep is a little bit like that, I guess. There's a, There's definitely an old... Sort of, she's got some boils or some like some uh, pussy pussy nodes on her <laughs> skin. Jesus. yeah, come out sorry. of the bathtub and shit. Like, I always scream when I look at my
2: face in the mirror when every day and there's a new wrinkle there or something, some horrible boil. I've got got a lance. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 a terrifying coming to terms with your slowly sagging face and slowly looking more and more like your dog. The moral
0: of the story's life stinks boys and girls don't get and old and then
1: you die the end of the movie should be an old lady biting into an apple and yeah uh, and scaring the shit a... out of all the kids <laughs> showing them her teeth
0: hey, hey, my teeth piece? work <laughs> again
1: new denture paste
2: stick some right sticks the teeth right good up onto your gums i remember a commercial <laughs> from when i was a
0: kid we used to make uh we used to make fun of it a lot and it was uh same sort of thing flax it was a, a woman biting into an apple it's just the way she said it was very funny she's like Look at me <laughs> eating an apple, <laughs> and then we just used to run around, just like repeating that line all the time. Like, just like you see a, a bus drive by you, and you'd look and you'd be like, What are my friends on there? and all you'd hear, like, from out the back of the window, eating an apple, <laughs> just driving down the street. <laughs> it's, uh, it's
2: and Then, then you'd see that, and then it would be like, It would that well, that would warp, right? The sound would warp, eating a red. <laughs> yeah, and then it would like the the screen would flicker. And you'd be like, eh! and then would be like, she'd suddenly turn into like a corpse with like maggots like coming out of her Jesus mouth, you Christ. know. And then it'll flash back to like normal that's granny again. And thanks. she'd just like tilt her head.
0: That. Sorry,
2: that's what that anyway. We watched um Do- watched movie. Do- it was good. Dr. We went. We had we then we ate um we ate pancakes. We ate no but, uh, waffles. So I, we waffles, waffles. Thanks,
0: Sorry, we had waffles. Waffles. Sorry, we had waffles.
2: And I spoke to Alex with real maple, maple syrup them. as well.
0: Not even fake. It was real. So we
2: went to this place and ordered uh, these waffles. And I, when I spoke to, when they when they came, it was massive. And I spoke to Edson Bradley and they're like, oh, yeah, did you have one of those waffles? We normally, you know, share it between four of us. But me and Sips had one each. It was like a, a pizza. It was breakfast. Waffle.
0: It was breakfast. Oh,
2: God, that was insane. And then we had another pizza. Uh, then we drank like five pints of cider and went to see Ghostface Killer. Oh, that was um, amazing!
0: Fuck me, I'm, I've thought I've been I've thought about it every day since
2: uh, since we went. Okay, you tell me what you thought about the entire thing, and then I'll give my
0: well, I'm his a, is
1: going to be negative. I can tell you right
2: no, now. No, well, it's not negative. No. It's just not what I expected. I'm a long
0: time is- fan. I'm a big uh, Wu Tang fan, and especially uh, Ghostface Killer fan. Uh, I've listened to a lot of his solo stuff over the years, and uh, I listened to a lot of like older hip hop and Ghostface one of those guys that keeps it real you know he's still releasing albums but they still have that like 90s sound to them and he's a very distinctive he's a really good lyricist and everything and he's just had an album out uh this year so i thought okay cool saw the tweet it's like fuck yeah ghostface killer he's going to bristol i go to bristol all the fucking time like i go there to do work and stuff so fuck it well i'll go over there i'll do a bit of work go see ghostface i'll get some tickets see who wants to come with me sort of thing um, and then, so I'm thinking to myself, he's just had a new album out, you know, he's probably going to be trying to like promote it somewhat or whatever. He, you know, he's going to be, he's, he's, he's going to be singing a lot of, uh, uh, like tracks off of that singing. He'll be, you know, sing, singing his some, some tracks off of that or whatever. And I just thought, whatever, who cares? Like I get to see him live and stuff. It'll probably be a really good show. Hopefully, you know, it's Bristol, it's the UK, like he's popular enough, but he's still like pretty underground and stuff. So it might not be that busy and stuff. So whatever. So we, we went and the show was amazing. Like fucking all of these old ass callbacks to like classic tracks from like 36 Chambers and like Iron Man and like fucking a whole bunch of his earlier solo albums and stuff. Uh, there was like he had a guy with him who is like his uh, it's like it's like his protege. Like uh, he's being mentored by Ghost. It's called a guy called uh, Trife Tri- 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 the God. But he's like a, like a lesser known guy, but he was just doing like hype man stuff and everything. And the show was really good. And it was just fucking amazing. I was just having a really good time, like just like rapping along to all the songs and stuff. And then after the show, I bought a shirt and I got it signed. And I got my picture taken with him and everything. It was just great. Fuck! It was so good. I want to. I want to go again. I want to. I want to see like uh, some more. Some more shows. Uh, just,
2: you sound like you've just been on to old towers. And you went on like oh, a great ride, and you're man, like, no, it let's was, let's do it again." Oh, Fuck! It was. Come it on. was so good. I'm though. not gonna it, puke up my milkshake this a time. A lot of fun. It was, well, guys, it was
0: fun hanging out with like everybody as well. But like, uh, and it, well, it was kind of fun. Taking a bunch of people who aren't really into hip hop and have never listened to Ghostface before and seeing like their reactions to it. And so I think everybody had a pretty good time though. No, I think they but, did. Uh, well, I guess, I guess you're about to tell me whether you did or not. <laughs> no. Well, so, okay. So first of all, I, 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 I didn't
2: know what to expect. I, this is not something I would have normally gone to, but Sip seemed excited and I was like, sure. Um, I, we invited, um, Harry from the office of Blue Goose and Brie, and, um, who else came? Someone else came? It was, anyway, it was about before Duncan. F- Duncan came. So about, f- you know, five or six of us. Um, and it was at this place I've never been to, but I've walked past a lot of times. It's like kind of like a slightly grimy nightclub. You know, one of those kind of slightly sticky floor places. Yeah. Sounds like um, Yokon
0: It was. Yeah. Yeah. The same. Very sort of reminiscent. As yeah. yeah. Um, Excellent smoking and, section. It was like outside. It was great.
2: <laughs> and so I, I, I don't know. I used to go to a lot of gigs when I was a teenager with my friends from school and the crowd I was in was kind of a bit of a weird group and they were really into like very death metally stuff with a mosh pit, lots of screaming and shouting. And I kind of just tagged along. It's like, uh, you know, I'm never, I'm never the guy organizing this stuff. I don't know. It's funny. It was. They were always very scary gigs. It, you know, they were in central London at some sort of some sort of slightly down market venue. Very loud. Very like violent. Like jumping around and stuff. And I came out of them obviously quite. I don't know. Quite scared. I I I, I got used to it. Right. But and I did this. I did, I I did this quite regularly. Anyway, I was a bit. I was prepping. Like psyching myself up for a similar situation here because I thought. That I was I was quite I was quite threatened by it. Now, looking back now, nineties hip hop is this thing that at the time was very scary and threatening. Okay. And it's like explicit lyrics, talking about, you know, shooting people and, you know, people from, you know, these poor areas of, you know, deprived, you know, like black neighborhoods,
0: like the projects and stuff and all this. You know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Actually you said it wrong, actually. You're supposed to say namin. mean. No. now that you've been to a ghostface <laughs> show you can say it you're allowed you can even add
1: a, a dog on the end there if you wish
0: and I I think ever always rap has had and hip-hop has had
2: this kind of slightly threatening demeanor to it right and that's part of the allure that it's kind of pushing the edge of what's acceptable and definitely still today this stuff is still happening with like the rappers like 69 or whatever well, that guy with tattoos all over his face I and think neck I that's is like 17 that is 69 but there's another there's like a kid who's, well, one who's of them gross. is
0: uh, one of them inspects or goes to his uh, daughter's uh, gynecologist uh, sessions to make sure that her hymen oh, oh T.I. I think his name uh, is yeah. rapper T.I. god yeah.
2: Do You know what I mean it's just awful and you know you you that world feels deliberately very um I don't know like excluding to to to, to regular chumps like like boomers like me or whatever like, do you know what I mean like, like myself to like like my damn it, self it feels like i do you know what i mean i'm not it, it's deliberately scary and threatening and that's part of it and i get it and, and anyway i was i was almost expecting that a bit and and so because you know Bristol does have like quite a big um area up in St. Paul's where there's like a lot of black people. they have a big festival.
0: <laughs> I love there's, like how a big quickly black say black well, people. very quickly. Yeah, a
2: black community you know legit, I, I don't know how I was supposed to say it but you know <laughs> it's, fine, it's got fine. a big I could just tell you're nervous community. about what,
1: what you're what you're gonna say I could tell that I am, you don't want I don't to step anybody. on any toes and, yeah exactly
2: but it. so I don't know but I, but I feel like I've been I was wrapped up in this idea that we were gonna be the only white guys there And it was going to be like, I'm going to totally not fit in and it was going to be weird. And so anyway, we get in and I just, you know, dump my coat because it's fucking freezing cold. So everyone's like wrapped up anyway. So there's this big queue for the cloakroom. We all dump our coats and gloves and stuff, get a drink. And then the whole place is just, it's like um, a sea of like, just a mixture of people of all ages, mostly young white guys um, and some girls. And some older people, like some dads. There's like a disabled guy there, and you know, just a whole, just a whole mix, like a whole cross section of like just ordinary looking people. And um, and and the first act is like this this white rapper who is rapping about how much his dad supported him to do this, and like his dad's in the audience. He like waves. It's like super wholesome. Okay, it's like not what I expected at all. Um, sound like. And then it kind of, then it, there was this other guy who was like actually a pretty good rapper and he, he was like, he was obviously a British rapper. Like I think he'd come down from London or maybe he was local. Yeah, he was good. But he was like... Actually,
0: the, all the opening acts were surprisingly good. I didn't expect them to be But his great.
2: raps were very kind of, because, because I... I because there's like a big UK like grime scene and a big like... And I, oft, I've i watched a few of like... There um, wasn't
0: many scratch, but there was a couple of bo-bo-bo-bo-bo's. I don't know if you noticed, but like it wasn't <laughs> too bad. Anyway, like his, he bad. was
2: rapping and like it was, it was good to listen to like... I could actually... With the English accent and stuff, I think it, I was able to like hear everything that was said... And it was kind of like it made a lot of sense. Like I don't know, it was just nice. It was it was lyrical. Sips was enjoying it. I was enjoying it.
0: They both had a uh, like a bit of a '90s sound to them as well, which helped too. Like I yeah, prefer felt, that sort of that that sound. Like that the beats were like very sort of like uh, heavy. You know, like they were like I like felt chunky incredibly beats. safe. And then there was like a few a few tall people came and stood in front of me, and I, so I sort of
2: had to move away from them because you know there's always tall people at these things, and so it's going to happen. It's going to be like a seven foot tall guy. Who just walks in front of you at some point. Uh And then there was this, at the same time, there was a a woman there who was was like, she looked like, she looked about mid 20s, but she was, she stank. She was incredibly sweaty. Okay. And she was just constantly dancing. You know, like she was on some sort of drugs. Like she, it looked like she'd walked from bumping and grinding. That's what she, she was like, she was in the wrong place. Like she was supposed to be at a trance gig or something. I mean, or some, some, Some different event. So she's just dancing away in front of me and Sip's like really sweatily. Um, (laughs) Nice description. I like that. (laughs) And then in the meantime, there's like, because Sip's announced on this podcast that there were still some tickets available, there were like about,
1: I'd say... Twenty or thirty I? fans. I there.
0: don't think I said there was tickets available. I just, I think we just said that we're going.
1: I, I thought you did say that there were some available. I, oh, I, that that well, does um, ring a bell. I could right. be wrong. It, it but doesn't. It does ring. It doesn't a bell. matter. Oh, no. right, but okay. whatever
2: happened, whatever happened, we met about twenty fans there. Because originally I was confused. I was like, so, do you guys just? Do, did you guys just love? Have we just stumbled upon like something which I didn't know there was such a massive Yogs cast, Ghostface Killer crossover audience? You know. Yeah. But a couple of them were like, oh, yeah, Sips mentioned it. So we got (laughs) to. Nice. You owe me, Ghostface. Face. You owe me. So that was good. I spoke to this one guy who was like, he looked like me from 20 years ago. I.e. he was like, just had glasses, was wearing like a smart shirt, um, Mm -hmm. you know, quite a nerdy looking guy. And I was like, "What are you doing here?" He was, just, he was. He was. He just said, "I come to all of these. I come to. Wh- I come and see whoever's on, whatever's going on." And I was like, "Wow, you just come to just not having any idea what's on, you just turn up." And he was like, "I didn't know, have any idea who Ghostface was, but you know, I wanted to. I always come here." And I was like, "You come here on your own?" Anyway, he 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 looks like a future serial killer. I'm sure. A shout out to you if you're doing all Jeez. right. Shout out to everyone I met. Shout outs. We're doing shout outs. Oh my god. I, like I was
0: flex. told
1: off for doing that. Sorry. Sorry.
0: Rightly so too, Lewis. You shouldn't be doing them either. Sorry. <laughs> so, be ashamed <laughs> of yourself. So
1: how, well, I, I wanna I wanna ask you guys a question about about uh, about this this kind of music, okay? So in the in the uh late 80s and the early 90s when when gangster rap was a thing, sips will know what I'm talking about, of yeah. course. There was a lot of this is bad, this is encouraging violence, blah blah blah, and the sure. counterpoint was always we're just singing about what we know, yeah, and this is our neighborhood, and this is this is our you know how we grew up, and these are the things that we um, oddly enough, even if it sounds unpleasant to an outsider, perhaps it's it's kind of nostalgic for them, I guess. I I was I've been thinking about this point a lot, and the idea that you just sing about what you know and dust your hands of any responsibility for people. Being influenced or inspired, or the the glamorizing of of that lifestyle, I think is is a little bit silly. So, for example, drill music in the UK is is at the moment that's like the um, the bête noir Is that um, like the ultimate the dad prince.
0: music, or am I no no? Drill it. is the
1: opposite of that. Drill right. is is very hardcore. It's sort of got its roots in UK grime. It's actually American sound, I think, but it's it's UK. Um, drill is it's very violent and sort of it's it's like if you listen to some of it, it's very local right so there'll be people talking about their postcode and specific streets and how if you come to our street we will stab you to death and don't do it because this is our turn don't ever
0: come keep, to plymouth motherfucker yeah i'll kill you But so
1: it's literally like areas of london being rapped about as sort of like if you come here and you're from there we're gonna stab you to death and we'll send you the bits to your mum you know that kind of stuff right and right and i'm yeah. thinking that's not really just singing about your life. That's a literal invitation to other people to step up with their own drill-based retort, or to uh, you know try and test the limits it, of this of this postcode uh, boundary system. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, I'm just like, I'm just questioning whether you can just continually say, "Hey, we're just singing about what we know." If what you know is stabbing people to death for being in the wrong postcode. I'm not so sure that's an inspiring message. I'm also not sure you can just say it's not your fault when other young people are like, yeah, and stab each other. I think I think part of that culture is grown out of the the glamorizing of that that uh, that kind of lifestyle. And I'm just saying I don't I don't agree with the argument that you can just say, "Hey man, we're just singing about what we know and that happens to be dealing drugs to kids, getting kids to kill each other over who's in which postcode and deciding that this estate represents the boundary of some arbitrary territory, um, when in fact the problem is a lot deeper and it's it's a lot more to do with, you know, essentially what is child abuse, these older gangsters getting these younger kids to do their bidding. So well, I, I think I, uh, I, I disagree with you. I with you.
0: think it it I think it's it's interesting. It goes back a long way. Like I think gang culture has always been sort of glamorized and Spoken about by by mostly people who are in these gangs, right? Because it's it's almost like a like promotional in a way, isn't it? It's to say right. like my gang is the best gang. We're like the baddest gang. We're we're dangerous and stuff. And it's like it it shows loyalty i guess as well like if you're dissing other gangs then people in your gang will be like well fuck this guy's for real like in our gang like there's no he's not a traitor or anything like that i think there's like a a lot that goes into it right i get what you mean about like you know just saying like oh we're just rapping about what we know or whatever but like it's a it's such a cultural thing uh, for people, and I think for people that are, are are wrapped up in in a gang and and stuff like that. Like a lot of these guys that are young and they're taken advantage of by older people who know better. Probably, it, it's a strange one, but everything evolves, right? Like it's the the, the gang culture and the and the way that people beef with each other and the way that that comes out in into music was never just going to stay the the same as it was in the 80s like everything has to evolve into something else so it's just it's natural now to get to this point like maybe we've gotten to this point like a bit too soon or you know maybe nobody ever wanted to get to this point but here we are with people actually threatening to stab each other now but i mean Threats of violence and stuff have always been around, like in that, in that, in those cultures as well, right? So it's not, it's yeah. nothing new, really. But it, right. it just but I, seems. But I feel like,
1: especially with drill, it, it's quite specific. I feel like in in the the gangster rap stuff, whilst it was definitely. I think glamorizing violence, especially mainly to white suburban kids, to be quite honest with you. Well, that's they what, were the ones who were really sort of well, they were sort of the ones that had
0: the money to to buy all the all the stuff. Buy that's all coming these CDs out, anyway. And stuff. anyway but, yeah, but the,
1: like. the the drill stuff seems very it's it, it's very beef oriented and sort of it's um, quite specific. Uh, You know, gangs will do put out their own tracks to like diss tracks to other specific people. Previously, I feel like it was always rappers doing diss tracks about other rappers. Yeah, whereas this feels a bit more, you know, neighborhood versus neighborhood. It'd be like if my street put out an album about the street over, calling them a bunch of cunts and then were surprised when they weren't happy about it.
0: Five, Mulberry (laughs) Lane, we're gonna knife you, bitch. We hate you. Literally, cats are annoying (laughs) This is specific. (laughs) Your dog shit on my lawn. You never put your. Bins out on binde. <laughs> he
1: recycling's All over the pavement after the guys have been around. Yeah, we could write a very specific rap. I yeah. might try and do that for next time and get a sick beat. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that would be nice. Illegal
1: garage! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> rapping about that illegal garage. He'll come, he'll fire back with his own track. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah it's it's, oh. it's 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 crazy, but I mean fucking I, I've never heard of
2: that music. It sounds terrifying, but but I always have this cynical viewpoint that people are doing it just. To be the most extreme, and right. so to get recognised, there to is get an element to that. People talking sure, about it, like, sure. That's... It's like free
1: marketing. If it's if it's the controversial, then
0: yeah. how
2: explicit can we be? And it feels like the always the answer is as explicit as as extreme as possible. Right. You know, I mean,
1: you think about "Cop Killer" as a as a song. The most exposure yeah. that song got was when Charlton fucking Heston read the lyrics at some NRA NRA meeting or something, where he's like, "Cop killer, cop killer." yeah (laughs) yeah that was like a big deal that there was a song well like even nwa
0: remember when they when they found out that the fbi uh had them on a list of you know dangerous people or whatever they they just used that as marketing they're like fuck yeah okay great that this makes us sound even more notorious than we already are so you know let's get a whole bunch of footage of us like arming ourselves with like you know ak-47s in the studio and stuff to really hit home and like I don't think NWA in themselves were like the hardest hardcore gangsters. <laughs> the, you know, no, like, it's uh, I mean
1: look look at Ice Cube now. Yeah. The dude's like a, a, a cuddly actor. Yeah. Uh, I think Easy E was pretty hardcore. Easy like, was,
0: yeah. He wasn't he'd never got into it in the first place to rap. He he just wanted to make uh side money for fucking bitches and Mac and Hose I believe But he was he was a, he was like the neighborhood drug dealer right? He was like the Yeah, he was a literal He was the gangster yeah. like of of their sort of area. Everybody knew who he was and he just bankrolled them but I I used to
1: love his, his, I thought his, his flow was really good and I liked his. uh, Oh, that's what everybody, like all of them thought
0: the same, but except for him, he was always like, Oh, I sound stupid. I don't like this or whatever. And everybody was like, no, 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 you got to do this. Like just rap as if you were like just hanging out on the street, like with your friends or whatever. And, and he did and the rest is like history sort of thing. Yeah. It's, it's pretty interesting, but like, I don't know. Like, I think you look at like a lot of these artists and stuff and like, I think there is gang affiliation, but they're not the guys who are breaking down doors and shooting people in the face and, taking money you know I, what i, I mean suppose like,
1: the, the ultimate question is
0: they're like the bards of the gang sort of thing you know <laughs> The <bards. laughs> no it's true though it's true <laughs> no, i like
1: that i, I suppose the, the ultimate question you're going to ask is is anyone going to listen to a piece of music and do something they wouldn't have done anyway i mean that that's the ultimate because otherwise if I you open up like say, it up and say oh yeah, you're you're it? glamorizing it and now all these kids are stabbing each other it's like wouldn't they have done that anyway i mean do you think they need the music and they're like oh this song has woken me up to the idea that I am now capable of murder like I, I'm I don't know I feel like actually it, it doesn't inspire stuff and I suppose it glamorizes it a little bit and encourages it. I think it might normalize uh lifestyles but I don't think it necessarily creates them I think I'm, I'm in
2: the same way that maybe you could use like a certain track to like galvanize yourself to study or like you know go and do an exam or go and run you're a race such or a whatever. Fucking or do nerd.
1: it. Like the Rocky montage. Whoever you know, uses to music to what? inspire themselves to study? What are you talking I, about? Well,
2: do you know what I mean? Like, you know, what, uh, well, when I was in school and stuff. Anyway, S- look, let's get back to Ghostface. <laughs> <laughs> study tracks.
1: That. I love let's that. Shut, shut up. Let's bounce around his room. Crap, yeah, let's dad. fucking break some books here. Study. Yeah, he just so not help
0: himself. He's revealed you know, himself. I'm of this, but I am a nerd, ah, okay? Ah, I can't help myself.
2: <laughs> oh, that's amazing. This fucking book is going to get ripped up. <laughs> Uh, so, huh. I uh, so Ghostface, then Ghostface first came out, and he just, first of all, like, I must admit, I, I didn't really understand, like, a single lyric. Like, first of all, I filmed a little bit on my phone just to, to send to some people. Oh, like, you're one of those people. people.
0: Well, and I just, I he, just, filmed, he filmed when they played We Will Rock You by Queen, uh, a song that so he So, they played recognized. a little bit of that. <laughs> um, they played
2: some of the Fugees, Killing Me Soft. No, that was right? funny. Yeah, they played. A bit of Nirvana smells like teen spirit. Like, all of these things were like mashups, you know, um, with some existing thing. And it was funny. Like, I recorded a little bit. And one of the ones I looked back at later, I realized he was rapping like bacon and eggs and toast and bacon and eggs. It's like, it's like a breakfast rap. (laughs) I was like, I think I. I could have done
1: with one of them actually yeah, to rat. soak up some uh, of the stuff. I'm side really there. hungry thinking about that now. But please.
2: yeah, like it was it do you know what? I didn't feel unsafe at any time. I felt it was really wholesome. Yeah, it was a good crowd. It I was, had a really nice really time. Good, yeah. And I, I I kind of I'm not disappointed that I didn't feel unsafe, but like <laughs> You wanted some danger? <laughs> I just I just wanted a bit of a bit of risk. I think you if you, know, you an element some of people fear, around
1: and called them names. If you diss their postcode, you never know. Might be able to uh, start a beef. There was a
2: drunk guy who started like dancing around in front of me and bumped into me a couple of times, and I gave him a big shove.
0: Wow! Yeah, actually, I (laughs) shouldn't shouldn't use the term
1: starting a beef because as a vegan, obviously, you would have to start start a tofu or a plant based, um, (laughs) plant based (laughs)
2: patty. Exactly. (laughs) Micro, micro
0: protein altercation. So
2: this is what this is what I'm told now. By the way, guys, if if you're gonna if you're gonna be if you're interested in being healthy, you can be plant based. Plant based. You eat Plant-based foods. Yeah, Because yeah. yeah. vegans vegan isn't a cool world. It's got stigma attached to it. I don't know if that's it's true. It's like an insult protesters you know.
1: and stuff. I I think plant-based sounds worse. I, I think veganism no, has no, actually plant come along.
2: Like, plant-based sounds like really healthy. It sounds like, you know, you've just done a run and you're gonna have your, you know, your protein shake in a plant-based uh snack, I think that's you know, a big like...
1: mistake to rebrand. I think vegan's vegan's used to have a bad rap. Now like I like everybody points out there's a vegan sausage roll for Christ's sake in Greggs. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's... I think the word vegan has stopped being like a bad word I think a lot of people have embraced especially yeah now they've young figured
0: people, out how to make a lot of money off of it so it's the next big thing right I think the problem with vegan is
2: vegan feels like you're trying to replicate the um, the meat products whereas plant based feels like you're just doing your own thing yeah. where does you the know, word come from is it
1: is it Greek or something what is it what does it mean the word vegan vegan I think it's
2: just an even more shortened vegetarian right maybe even less you eat less than a
0: vegetarian Vigen. <laughs> I
2: don't know um, but no I had a really good time I think everyone had a really good yeah, time I, that I was
0: great I, would, like I like I said I want to go to another one see if we could maybe go to like Glasgow next year and, and see like the whole clan that would be good you would love that. Oh you my would God, love the that. The whole clan. That would be an experience. You'd get to see what like uh like? the Riza and like uh the the gizzer, the, gizzer, the old dirty bastard the young the dirty bastard now actually. Okay. Um his son what? His son has taken over. Oh nice. Yeah. His son has the taken YD, over. The YDB, yeah. The
1: the term vegan is just the first few letters of vegetarian and the last few letters of vegetarian. So it's vegan. Vegan. Um, Thank you. And uh, it was just as part of the Donald Watson, secretary of the Leicester branch of the Vegetarian Society, set up a new quarterly newsletter priced at Tuppence called The Vegan News when the Vegetarian Society was like, no, we're not going to give you vegan space in our newsletter. And then he said, well, I'll start my own newsletter. And they said, fine, you go and do that. And that's what he did. So that's where vegan comes from. Nice. We learned something today. Oh,
2: I thought. Vigen. I thought I'll... Old Dirty Bastard was called that because he had like twenty children, right? I thought No, he was just uh, actually
0: dirty. They called him Old Dirty Bastard because there was no father to his style, Lewis. Oh, (laughs) he was just (laughs) grid. He was off the grid. There was a martial arts movie called
2: Old Dirty and the Bastard. There you go. Um, They used to
0: call him Rusty. And he used to like he used to be very dirty and he had like shit stains in his undies and stuff. And he was just kind of like you know, the guy that got picked on for it, but he, he didn't give a fuck. He was just like... He, he just turned did it around, his, he did a load did his, of drugs and did his made own a load thing. of cool yeah. music
1: and didn't give a fuck. Yeah,
0: and then died of
2: a drug overdose. Yeah. Well, that's um, ODB. He that's, lived as he died. He did. He was 35. On drugs. Old as my age, he died. It's a shame. Um, look how much he, he achieved. He was nuts. I liked him. He had really good well, flow. One of the things I will yeah, great, say about though, yeah. the tech Clan is that, obviously, I knew really very little about them, but it feels like like they were obviously fans of like these martial arts movies in the 80s yeah. and you know all of these kind of semi kind of crappy like like ghetto movies that were kind of often like very exaggerated and kind of just weird and Even like and actually a lot of the lyrics. After I listened through some of the albums, um, in preparation, I did my homework. Okay,
0: for this gig. Did you
1: put on some study music beforehand? You put on some lo-fi Wu
0: Tang to help help study. Most
1: people just go to the gig. But well, Lewis is like doing his research ahead of time. It's adorable. Well, it
2: felt like they were
1: even like when they started writing
2: these albums, they were not scared to use like these external influences. You know, like some of the, some of the, you know, they're talking about Voltron and stuff. You know, they're talking about like stuff that you know. Can you imagine today? You've got like fucking I don't know, Chief Keith or something, some drill music <laughs> Chief
1: guy. Keith is like one of the oldest rappers around, isn't he? Chief Beef, Chief Keith.
2: Chief he's like beef. a fucking. He's like a drill. Drill music is guy. He? I I googled him up. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Hi, imagine, imagine him. Okay, twenty four talking about I don't know anime like do you know what I mean watching Naruto doing like doing the run with my arms oh, behind me. I well, don't they know, don't you know, though. That's the a thing. Guy. Most
0: most rap isn't isn't like that. You know, like uh, the the misconception or like the the sort of like. You know, like when like a kids movie uh, does like a rap, it's they they do them like ironically to be funny or whatever, and that's often about stupid shit. Like you know, like oh I, I shit my pants or I'm watching, I'm watching My Little Pony, and they you know they do a dumb rap about it or whatever. But like most most rap isn't like that at all. Like you know, like. They, they choose words carefully to make, make everything flow better and and sound better and not just sound stupid like something you wouldn't want to listen to, you know?
2: Right, right. But I mean, I feel like it wouldn't f- fly today for... You wouldn't get a rap... Well, maybe you would. I'm but thinking you a you Grandmaster like, Flash, by
1: the way, is who I'm You thinking.
2: wouldn't get like a big modern rap group... That has a name that is based off of a, you know some bad Asian movies. No, kind of but thing.
0: back in the in back in the in those days, uh, uh like rap, I think it I, I think it still happens to an extent, but it's a lot more obscure. But uh, a lot of like early hip hop and like the sort of like you know gold golden age of hip hop, uh, like sa- heavy heavy sampling of like soul like old soul music, like from like the sixties and the and the seventies, and and just like. Some of these, some of these songs you'll hear for like the first time, and maybe you've only ever heard the hip hop song, but it's just right. like they—they they literally just take a song and just put a heavier drum beat over it in a lot of cases, and it's just like okay, so they—they've just effectively stolen a song, and that—that that was. I,
1: but I, I think that that's the origins. That of, was the origins. Nowadays,
0: it's it you know. So, but I think the fact that things were so borrowed back then meant that. You know, like, Borrowed. they're like, well, oh, fuck, we're, we're borrowing the song. We might as well just borrow, like, the names from this movie and all this other shit from a movie as well. You know what I mean? Like, I think it was just the done thing back then, whereas nowadays... Yeah, I mean,
1: but, but also it's like, if you think about... If you're making music without instruments, <clears throat> you're relying on other people who've made music with instruments that sure. you can then sample.
0: But, um... Yeah, I, I agree to an extent you probably wouldn't get it again, but that's kind of what made them so unique. You know, like it, even the cover of their first album, you know, they were all wearing masks and stuff. And I think everybody just thought this is fucking so weird and like crazy, but right. kind of cool as well. And uh, people loved it. Like I people that, really what, loved it. I guess my sort
2: of feeling was that it was more embracing of popular culture. Whereas I don't know whether grime artists and stuff and, and drill are kind of more in their own bubble in their own world like not willing to like you know i i, I guess I, i'm wondering how attached they are modern artists to like their foot having a foothold in their uh, community as like an identity mm. and they're using like you know like you said like local postcode beefs and stuff you know that that feels to me like like some someone's just trying to write in this thing just to stand out with their group of you know, in their like almost like just having like a a gang anthem. It's a know? bit
1: like having a YouTube channel where you just make videos for your mates and then it gradually yeah. becomes a thing. And there's
2: some but because it's on YouTube, people, you know, will pay you for it. And suddenly, yeah. Oh my God. That's what it's like. Yeah. Holy shit. Um Oh, wow. That's because that's,
1: that's literally how I think we all started really was just making videos like for your guild or your corp or yeah. just your mates and not stuff. Me. And then, not me. I was you- <laughs> I was
0: promised wheelbarrows full of money for playing games. <laughs> and I was like, yep. Did it did it work out? It did, right? Pretty much, yeah.
2: But I, I wonder whether I or not, you know, because my uh, my my head has been spun around by how wholesome this, this event was. Maybe like if I went to a gig in like Brixton, you know, with a bunch of guys playing drill, would that be all wholesome or
0: would I would I genuinely be chitting yeah, Well you might what This depends. What I, mean? I don't know. Like I I feel like I feel Ghostface has been around for a long time. You know, Wu-Tang's been around for a long time. They'll definitely have a more mixed audience, right? Than something that's Maybe new. it's
2: scary right now in
0: Brixton, but in 20 yeah. years. When, like when know, all these artists grow like up you said,
2: there was, and have kids there was and like our dads. There was a mix of people at that show. And then they show. do a show. Is it going to be a wholesome show? Do you know, it does everything evolve? Yeah. I feel like all the Wu-Tang Clan are now... Like I don't know I don't I don't really know have they murdered anyone or done anything really bad I don't know maybe
0: I don't but believe so they've all no I don't think they've done anything overly bad but they you know they they grew up in very sort of like you know rough circumstance deprived circumstances so they're they all they've all got like you know previous felonies and a lot of them have you know served of time in jail and right. for various things or whatever like it's it's kind of inevitable I think like when when that's your background you know you come from a poor area where you know there is a lot of crime and stuff like that.
1: Uh have you guys watched the this show uh The Mandalorian? No. No. Well, well it's on Disney It plus. is.
2: Everybody's going right, nuts which about available it. It's not Isn't isn't
0: there like a baby Yoda so the in The only
2: it? way that we can watch this movie uh, the uh, the only way you can watch The Mandalorian okay is if you have a US address and you you charge the account to that and you use a
1: proxy ah, to So view Flax,
0: it. how did you watch the Mandalorian then having known?
1: Exact exactly that way. Wow, okay. Right, okay. Cool. Cool. Well, and well good to know. It's uh I, I've got a I've got a good VPN. And um, right. I have an address in the States. My, uh, you know, I have access to an address in the States. So yeah, it's pretty right.
2: Well, good. Well, we haven't seen it because we don't have access. Well, let me tell no, you no, something. we don't have a good VPN either. So. <clears throat> let
1: me tell you something. I'm not going to say they stole, but uh, I wouldn't have minded a nod in the credits. Shout out to Bodega. I know you hate shout outs. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, yeah. say,
1: did they I do a shout about out about to this. Bodega
0: in the credits? No, no but oh, I right, wouldn't okay. have minded. No, no. I
1: even mean. he even uses the grabby grabby at one point. Opening scene is in a dusty bar. I mean, I know it's not, you know, exact. It's pretty cliched in itself. But I just thought, you know, the very first episode, the very first scene, just like Bodega. Come on, come on. Why are you, know. you
2: unhappy about the Bodega live action series?
1: Well, now there's not going to be a fucking Bodega now. There's not going to be there, any, any vanishingly small chance there already was of there being some kind of Bodega TV show. Forget about it, because everyone will just say, oh, it's just, just like the Mandalorian. And then the the true fans will come out and say, actually, Bodega's been around a lot longer than the Mandalorian. Yeah. And I would pray. just like Bodega but uh, yeah yeah, there's no chance now there's no any any, like I said there was probably a 0.01% chance that some Yahoo at Netflix would go like this Bodega looks pretty good make it into a TV show but now there's no chance because The Mandalorian is basically Bodega the fucking TV show so they they did it they
0: beat you to it
1: fucking Disney
0: you had to get in there before Disney
1: I needed to start my own multi-billion dollar entertainment corporation so what do you think of it? I thought it was great (laughs) It's only like two episodes out. Oh, jeez, I'm sorry. I'm not allowed to have opinions anymore, am I? I forgot. Well, now it's it... good. Well, no, I just, I just... It's like you've had the dog for 12 hours. We love her.
2: She's on, She's not allowed on the sofa. The kids are cleaning their room. We've seen the first episode of The Mandalorian, and it's great. Two episodes. Oh.
1: Two episodes. <laughs> right. First right. two episodes. And I've also been watching... <clears throat> a show called Succession. Right. Um, which has got Brian Cox, the good one, not the fucking flake scientist, the good Brian Cox, From the actual one. Um, Tell us and, how you uh, really
0: feel about Brian Cox.
1: I don't like him. Fuck. I don't like him. He's a leech right. on the BBC taxpayer. Uh, <laughs> he's every
2: woman, every middle-aged housewife's wet dream. Is, is he they're yeah. going insulting off to work? To hard age. grind and she's staying at home. Flicking her bean to Brian Cox. Talking <laughs> Flicking about her bean. bean. And I'm that the boomer, fl- <laughs>
1: apparently. I mean, Jesus. <laughs>
0: Flicking what? her bean. Uh, so unbelievable. have reached a new low on this podcast. i Lewis, <laughs> the boomer, Brindley. Oh, unbelievable. But yeah,
1: Succession is really good. Succession. I recommend
0: it. I've been watching uh, The Devil Next Door which uh, I think is is been pretty interesting. It's about the um the guy oh, that's good. in the yeah. 80s they think he was a uh, Nazi death camp operator. He yes. maintains that he wasn't and John I,
1: the Manuk. We recommended the, you this Demen, last week. Yeah. yeah, that's the, the that's the one. I'm
0: Glad you're watching that. It's very harrowing
1: but very good. I love courtroom stuff cuz I find it so fascinating yeah, same, uh, in general same. but I it's, I, it's I really feel like good. I like
0: that better than the like stuff like the man, like Superhero stuff and, like, I I, I I much prefer real crime, like, real stuff, documentaries and stuff now to, like, fiction.
2: Well, it's I think what's nice about it is that when this was happening, it happened over this 20-year period. And so you only really got it in dribs and drabs when you were living through it. And so it's now sort of this whole historical story all pieced together. Well it was
0: was going on, I was seven years old. So like I don't think I was keeping up with it back then, you know, like didn't have my device with the notifications turned on or anything back then to like let me know the latest on the But Even stuff that you've
2: lived even stuff that
0: you've lived through, you know, you don't necessarily you didn't necessarily follow
2: every single aspect of it or certainly know what was going on behind the scenes. You know anyway, we've got to go, but thanks for Listening, this is a very positive podcast, actually. Ghosts is of
0: It was one of the better ones, actually. Lots of lots of good things. I don't think we talked about porn or dicks or anything once this time, a little bit. Um, who did it? Who was it? He
1: said flicking a bean.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Fuck, I take it all back. (laughs) God damn, Lewis. What the hell goes through your mind? Um,
1: thanks, everybody. See you next time. See you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.